Today, we are taking a moment to share the news of an exciting big event that dominated our calendar this week. On Thursday night, the crew hit the London scene as we had been invited as guests to the UK premiere of Honour Among Thieves, the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. The incessant rain did not dampen our spirits as we strolled the red carpet and enjoyed a huge outdoor stage show and interviews beforehand. The whole of Leicester Square was lit up and buzzing at the spectacle. Once inside, the entire cast put in an appearance for us before we were treated to a screening of the movie complete with snacks and drinks. If you want to take a look at our glitzy night out, you can find the photos we have posted by searching for Dungeons & Dragons Podcast UK on Facebook. So, what was the movie like, we hear you ask? And this would be our reply. The storyline itself is an average run-of-the-mill yarn that gives over to a feast of colour and an array of classical D&D creatures. The settings were lovely, bringing the Sword Coast to life, and there was plenty of combat and a great deal of impromptu humour. It is a fun fantasy adventure with a great cast that will suit young and old alike. We collectively liked it and moreover enjoyed it. It should do very well and is a worthy watch for anyone for whom the genre appeals. It is important to point out though that we were invited as guests and are not sponsored in any way with regard to the promotional endorsement of this film, especially after the now abated but recent debacle with Wizards of the Coast over the OGL. We still stand firmly resolute with our friends and creators in our TTRPG community, as we always have done. And with all that shared, let's just get on with this week's episode, shall we? Hello, and welcome back to the Dungeons & Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin, and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Colin, and I play Cuban de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Spencer. I play Caddo Chasseur, a cleric also from Gavany. Hi, I'm Brian, and I play Ogvar Shawfoot, a ranger from Keswick. Hi, my name is Samantha, and I play Elora Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. As we cast our minds back to the last episode, Alora and Esther make haste back to the holy domain of Gerhard Hermann, conveying the news that the companions are committed to carrying out the requested tasks at the bishop's behest. The ladies met with Ruth, one of the senior serving Cathars of the church. She offered our heroes a safe place to stay so they might plot and plan effectively away from the prying eyes and ears of their current, more public place of residence. With missing magical relics and artefacts as a hot topic, Alora elects to exchange an eye for an eye as she agrees to undergo a surprisingly sudden surgical event and, as we left her, she was placed into a slumber of sorts in preparation for the procedure. Meanwhile, the men were on a separate mission involving the acquisition of accoutrements with which to adorn the party in readiness for a faux facade. 
Upon arrival at the barracks, the Battle of Dryfish Dock seemed an annoying if not commonly occurring theme, as a pontificating, puffed up and significantly portly Jerome van der Tack windbagged his way through a shocking sham of an employment interview. Episode 79, Absent Antiquities. I suppose we could go, we could go and find out if, uh, if uh, the underground arena's open, if you want, or go if you want some company. Okay, yes. Down there, yes. Brilliant. Right, so uh, we need to get down to the docks, don't we, to get in there? Okay. So on your way down to the docks. Might be time for second lunch. On your way down to the docks, you stick your head in the guild, you can't see Esther or Willorba. Um, are you just heading straight down, are you? Just go straight down to the docks? Yep. Yeah, uh, back to the uh, the entrance to the guild that we, we came out of last. A guild? Yeah, to the, uh, the underground arena that we came up through last time. Okay, so you make your way down to the docks. It's, you know, probably about coming up kind of half two by the time you get down to the docks. It's, it's quite busy on the streets. The streets are quite full. You're having to wind your way through the streets. Um, but yeah, you manage to slip down this alleyway, enter down this manhole cover, um, go down the passageway. And when you get down to the underground arena, it is nearly devoid of life. There are a couple of people who are hauling around um, crates and stuff, but there is no, there were no merchants, there were no sellers, there were no crowds, competitors, people. You know, it's 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 empty, basically. Okay, um, I'll probably we'll just um, catch hold of someone who's shifting something around and just excuse me, could you uh, possibly tell me if uh, the uh, merchant the name of, of Giz is uh, around or, or when they would be around? Giz, was that? Yes, yes, please. If you would. Seven o'clock-ish, probably. Maybe. Who knows? Okay, Boris. Well, thank you very much for your time, assistance. And uh, I'll turn around and sort of roll my eyes at the two and say, "Okay, seven o'clock it is then." Yeah. Yeah, that's not unexpected, is it? To be honest, I tell you what, we could do Uh, on the way back up the hill. we could uh, we could see if somebody could tell us what that little uh, raven statue is all about, and we could also see if we can find an architect. You never know; we might be able to buy some plans of the house. Okay. If you if you Kieran, if you said that you were going to be moving here and drop your family name a bit, you might say that you're thinking of having a house designed or built, and if they could give us examples of some of work they've done in the past, we might be able to get them to cough up some plans. Oh, okay. What do you think? Uh, we check in on this uh, statue first, though. Yeah, well, yeah, we could do that on the way as well, couldn't we? So uh, we could ask, we could ask if there's an architect anywhere, and, and we can probably find somebody to appraise your little statue. Because there was somebody who appraises, weren't there? Oh, yeah, I've been to, I've been to an appraiser, so I know where there's an appraiser. Uh, Give me other books, so I think. I, I popped into an appraiser on my way back from being mugged. So. Uh, so, will I would I be able to refind the appraiser that I went to before? Okay, so you come back and you emerge out of the manhole cover by the docks mm-hmm. behind these broken down crates, and it's quite busy. Um, it's the middle of the afternoon, so there's uh, you know there's a lot of noise coming in. Shadow, um, did you spend a lot of time in the cities? 
he spent his has Caddo spent a lot of time in the cities or were you? No. Okay. So on that basis, I'm going to say Cumin and Ogfar. Would Ogfar spend time in the cities with Cumin? Not really, no. He escorted him, didn't he? Travelling back to forth. He knows more about. Oh, that's stone. Yeah, I know about smoke masonry. Okay. So, on that basis, Cumin, let me wisdom check. Natural 20. I'll do it. He designed the house himself. Who said I was asking about a house? <laughs> okay, so as you emerge from the docks, Cumin, your brother, older brother Casper, him being a, a merchant, a very successful merchant in the big city of Thraben, you'd have probably spent a considerable amount of time, you know, talking with him, probably late nights over at a mug of ale at the local tavern. Uh, you know, you, you've spent a lot of time with your old brother. He's your favourite brother? Yeah, he's your favourite brother. You're obviously quite invested in what his business, you're, you're interested in what he does. You know, you have a very close brotherly bond. With Casper's knowledge and experience in um, in being in the merchant market, he has a lot of ships coming back and forth. With the level of like bustle and activity and the sounds you can hear emanating from the dock area, just a short, you know, 15 foot away from you, from the edge of this alley, you can probably say that a ship has just pulled into port. Um, a ship's pulled in, it's probably just got docked up, tied up, and people are beginning to unload the cargo. So all of this, you know, hustle and bustle you can hear, it is an extreme amount of hustle and bustle, um, and you can probably say that a ship has just pulled in, so the dock is going to be absolutely thronging with people. Um, and you can, you can just tell this from just listening, you're like, this just reminds you immediately of, you know, when Casper's like, go, too busy, got to run, got to go, I'll talk to you later, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, I mean, you you emerge in this manhole and you're like, <coughs> ship has literally just come in. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 guys, uh, I'd probably uh, say that it's going to get so busy around here in a minute. It looks, it, it sounds to me like a a dock, uh, a ship's dock. Uh, uh, yes, yes, it looks like a ship's dock. So it's going to get very busy around here. Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know where to look for an architect. Do you? Do any of you do? Somewhere up in town near the posh district, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, well, we could make a, a, a way and have a... I mean, we've got to head up towards the cathedral, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. We can have, have, have a quick specky, you know, and on the way up to the cathedral to join the ladies. Yeah, we could ask around. Find, some, find somewhere for a bit of afternoon tea, perhaps. <laughs> no, I, I, no, 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 we've only just eaten there, kind of, you know, uh, you know, fair's fair. I mean, wait, if I'd eaten as much as you, you know, I'd have a fit him up. We've been, to, we've been to the city garden, we've been to the arena, I mean, it's been a while. So are you just going to look around as you make your way up to the church? You're not going to spend, you know, a couple of hours doing this, you're just looking around as you make your well, way up? We make, 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 in... in, in Slightly better looking shops, we might make polite inquiries as to who's the best architect in town. Okay, make me a gather information check then, please. All of us? Gather information? Yeah, if you're all going yeah. to kind of look around and ask around, yep. Yeah. 
Have we left the, the docks now? Then? Yeah, I mean, okay. this is on your way up to, so you're making your way up from the docks, you're going into kind of posher areas and progressively posher shops up towards the cathedral. Uh, I've rolled a 16, so I'm 19 all in. 19 I'm all in. I'm an 18 all in. 18 all in. I'm still... Mathing. No, I'm still trying to find out where gather information is. I can't wait the alphabet. Just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 10. 10. 10 all in. Okay, so... You make some inquiries and you're told by, you know, you, you get this information from various different people, you get it in drips and drabs, you know. You are told that there is one main architect in the city. He doesn't have a shop. He runs himself privately. He doesn't have a store which he runs out of because he's an architect. There's no need for him to have a store. You know, all of his work is done in his house in one of the back rooms, you know, in theory. Um, you learn that he is a very old gentleman, um, and you learn that his name is uh, Arturus. Other than that, when you ask people, like, you know, where where is he? Where does he live? You know, you get some, you get a variation of different answers, uh, but the general prevailing theme seems to be in a tavern or a whorehouse. <laughs> Rent a wench! He's going to be fine to fun, fun to find, isn't he? Fine to fun, he started already. Fine to fun. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 the general answer you get is that he, he, he travels around and he tours the city quite frequently. Um, he doesn't have a permanent residence, so to speak. Um, and you know, no one person can point you in the direction where he is currently staying. Okay. You know, you get some people saying, oh, check by the docks and check by this place. And he might be in the guild. I'm not sure if he's in the guild at the moment. You know, he does the rounds frequently. One wonders how you engage him in uh, in occupation if he doesn't have an office as such. He seems quite to be uh, quite elusive. We, we can rule out the, uh, the docks and we can rule out the guild. So, uh, well, you say that. We didn't ask him the guild. I mean, well, he was busy. We might have missed him. So that's very true, I suppose. And, uh, you also have no description of him. Apart from he's an old guy. Yeah, yeah, people people tell you, you know, he's he's an old guy, grey hair, quite, you know, middling height, but that's not really much of a description at all. Mr. Average. Hmm. And, uh, I don't really suppose this is gonna be an easy way of finding this gentleman. Well I think probably we've reached a stage where we should update the ladies. Yes, yes. I, you know, maybe uh, the bishop might know a little bit more about his gentleman. I hope so. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, go, back, let's go back to the, 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 the church then. I, I think it's probably uh, a good idea. Okay, so you head back up to the church. It's not too long before you make your way up. You're already most of the way. You enter in and it's quite quiet it's about you know half two coming towards three o'clock now in the afternoon it's quite quiet um you see a woman uh female cathar stood in the church um she's doing she's you know she's doing a bit of cleaning she's tending to the church um she's quite tall she's got hair tied back in a bun you know she's she's quite she's an older woman but you walk in, you see her, she's quite busy, you know, straightening up some of the pews and, and you know, fluffing up some of the kneeling cushions and, and 
all that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, the church is practically deserted. So no sign of Esther or Laura then? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't see Esther or Laura, no. Are you going to the vestibule? Yeah. yeah, well, yes, as always, I shall head straight up the uh, up the vestry and placate oh. myself, student myself on the floor. Okay. Arms asunder, in front okay. of in front of the uh, full face down on the floor. As ever, yeah. yeah. He needs his own chalk line. I am yeah. very religious. Okay. That's uh, why his forehead's flat. I might enjoy my lunch, but I'm a very religious monk. I'm, I am. That's a different character. Yeah, I am <laughs> full on. <laughs> <laughs> right is right and wrong should be punished. Lawful good all the way. So, uh, yeah, supplicate yep. myself in front of the altar for my usual two-minute prayer. I'm yep. going to turn to the kaffir and go, uh, sorry about that, He's, he, he does it quite often. Yes, well, um, I don't suppose by the look of you, you are Q and Greymont, are you? Well, well yes. Oh, it it. it, it. Yes, and uh, uh, who are you, nice lady? Uh, my name is Ruth. I am one of the senior Cathars here at the church. Um, I babysit Gerhardt quite a lot. Um, I'm also the curator for the magical item collection, so I must, first of all, thank the three of you. And I assume you're, you're Ogvar, is that correct? Oh, yes, that would be me, yes. And that means you must be Caddo. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, so I must I must thank you for returning our artefacts. Um, it's quite a pleasure to have them back in the collection. Um, your companions, the the lovely Miss Esther and uh, Elora, are currently upstairs. Um, uh, and if you are well, when you are finished. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I will be getting up. I'm, I'm not rude. If a, if a lady's speaking to me, I shall pick oh. myself up off the floor. Uh, she looks she looks down and she goes, "If you are." If you are done with your supplications to our lady, uh, then I shall escort you up, if that is all right with you. Unless there is other business you must take care of first. Uh, I don't uh, believe so. No, 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 Lead on, kind lady. Okay. Well, if you follow me, then. Uh, she leads you upstairs. And as she leads you upstairs, she leads you to Bishop Gerhardt's private quarters. She says, well, I, she said, I assume by your presence here that you are amenable to assisting us with our current predicament. As such, I um, I shall remind you now that you are more than welcome to stay within the church, within uh, the quarters. We have a, a rather resplendent set of guest quarters, um, which are my pride and joy. Um, and you are more than welcome to stay here at the church. We have ample room, we have ample food, uh, and we have uh, you know, a, a bit of a war room, so to speak, if you wish to hold private discussions. Nevertheless, um, I shall lead you through. She leads you through the door, opens the door up to Bishop Gerhardt's quarters, and you're in the same room you were before, this kind of almost uh, very conference room type of area, with the big old wooden table and the lovely tapestries on the wall. You're back in this room, and you see at the head of the table Bishop Gerhardt. He's there, one elbow on the table, the other hand, like, on the palm his palm on his cheek and you see a lovely line of jewel slipping down his palm and, and slowly winding its way down into his his priestly robes which are pulled at the elbow as he's just there <laughs> asleep uh, so Ruth so before you depart uh, uh, what's for dinner tonight 
dinner. I hadn't quite got to that point. Um, I should expect it to be a hearty, hearty soup. Oh, lovely. Excellent. Right, well, I might see you later <coughs> on then. <coughs> oh, excellent. I shall, I shall expect... <coughs> Sorry. Five? Five? I shall expect five for dinner then. I expect your dog wants some as well. Mm. Yes, he does enjoy a bit of soup. Six. Although he did have an ear earlier, so he won't be overly hungry. I shan't ask. Uh, and she leans down, gives Pickle a good ruffle. Um, she clearly gets Pickle's spot. Somewhere behind his ear, the leg's going... At the back. She's like, oh, well. Six? What do you mean six? Six for dinner, not five. Who's the sixth person? Esther. Well, there's the four of us. <laughs> and five Esther. <laughs> I don't know why you won't believe me. <laughs> um, Forget that. I mean, I accept I eat a lot, but claiming I eat <laughs> is a bit harsh. Uh, she's not feeding herself again. Hard. Okay, fine. So she she leaves the room, leaves you with Gerhardt, and she disappears. Um, and it's not too long. You're stood there, kind of wondering what to do with this, you know, conked out, you know, bishop. Uh, but it's not too long before Esther appears from a side room. She goes, "Oh, hello, dearies. How are you doing? Elora's um, just just woken up, so um, she'll be out in a minute." Is there, um, is there a thing with sleeping in here? She's woken up. Oh, yes, yes, a little bit of something or the other. Yes, I'm sure she'll tell you when she's ready. Um, anyway. Oh, Gerhardt's asleep. Okay, um, uh, what, what have you been up to then, dearies? Well, uh, uh, we went and got some uniforms. Uh, uh, so, you know, palace, you know, the old city guard, just in case. You know, we've got plenty. Oh, yes. Uh, and then, uh... You went down to the, uh, the arena, but it, it seems it's, uh... Quite, that, quite empty this time of day. That was less successful, wasn't it? Oh, yes, we weren't, we weren't so. overly successful down there. Yes, but uh, uh, at least we know that there's, it just seemed to get it, it's quite empty there. Oh yeah, I mean it was it, it was like a party at a nunnery. I mean there was absolutely nobody there at all. <laughs> that's, that's quite a, quite an amusing. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, that's quite amusing. Uh, but we did find out that the um, the town architect. What was his name again? Arturus. Arturus. Uh, the town has one primary architect. Problem is he doesn't have an office, so we're going to struggle to track him down, perhaps. But oh. there's a suggestion that he might have designed the house. Oh, well, that, that might be very useful. Oh, Elora, there you are. And Elora, you appear in the doorway. Elora's just going to hover in the doorway and sort of steady herself. That's a trick. By holding... <laughs> by holding the... She is a wizard. That's awesome. <laughs> going to appear in the doorway and just hold, the, hold herself steady by just holding the door frame a little bit. Yeah. And she's going to sort of... By this point, you have had enough time to regain your bearings, yeah. get your feet back. You, you are, you know... She's going to the, then sort of just look at them all and then she's just going to walk out, keep her head slightly lower than she otherwise would. Mm -hmm. um, maybe pull a hat down, just, just a, a smidgen, um, to just create a little more shadow over her face initially. Um, and she's just going to walk forth and, and say to them... Um, Oh, uh, you all right, guys? Um, how did you get on with the uniform situation? Did you, did you, what, what did you go and do? Well, we got loads. You got loads? Loads, loads, loads and loads. Oh, well done. Well, well done. Uh, oh, that's well, eight, eight of each. So we've got eight tabards and eight, eight capes, didn't we? It's thirteen. No, that was the extra. The extra. It was thirteen. 
I've got it written down. It was thirteen. Well, it was thirteen five. sets. We, we got we, sorry, we got the original five. Yep. And then we went and you got, got another eight. eight. Oh, from what I wrote there. Yep. Got thirteen. Loads. Yeah, because we had to. We were allowed to go and get the five, and then we asked if we could get extra. And, and then you stole roll. the extras. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We we had to roll for those. Mm. Loads. You've got five full sets of tabard cloak trousers, and then you've got enough to cover an extra. Was it ten? Thirteen in total. Yeah, you got another yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got we've got eight bits, and then we've got five complete. So we could, in theory, if we put a tabard on one and a cape on a different, we've got the it, makings of sixteen. If that makes sense. Because we took whole unit, five whole uniforms, which is no, no, tab I've got that. Sorry, I'm. I'm actually not sure. Is this in character? I, I can't. I'm a bit confused. No, about... no, no. We're just. We're just trying to work out <gasps> right. what we've actually okay, taken. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. With you now. So, so we took five whole sets, which is cape and tabard. Right. And then we managed to pick up another eight sets of another eight sets of mixed. So we've got eight either capes or tabards, and then we've got five. No, whole we've got eight no, 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 no. sets of tabard and capes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I wrote that down differently then. So what we got thirteen? Is that what? Yeah. Right. Okay. So thirteen right. complete sets. Yep. So in theory, if we half dress, we can dress twenty-six. Yep. Are we clear now? Twenty-six. Loads. Yeah, because if you put thirteen people in a cape <laughs> and thirteen people in a tabard, thirteen people 16. in a cape—that's a big cape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. T- yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. We could be good now. Yeah. Right, where do we get to? I'm now lost. I don't know. You were asking I was what asking... we were doing, and we just said, I said about we've got the uniforms, and. Uh, and you said. Loads. <laughs> we got loads. Oh, that's that's brilliant, guys. That's absolutely brilliant. Uh, okay. Um, uh, right. Um, uh, Gerhard, Gerhard said that um, he suggested that we we stay here rather than at the guild he said it would save money and also if we're going to do this because i did i did convey to him that we were all happy to help and that's what we were going to do so we were committed to this and that we would probably you know probably have to reclaim this stuff from axum what he did say to me was two things he said that we could stay here rather than at the guild and save the money from paying the guild and that way we're in private and we are not overheard. We can openly have conversations without being overheard by anyone, which actually makes a lot of sense. The other thing that he said to me was um, that I, I did ask him about the recovery of what we were recovering. And although he hasn't yet given me a list, and I met Ruth. Ruth is the curator of the magical items for the church here. Oh, yeah, we just met her. Oh, you met her. Yeah, she's lovely. Um... She was really helpful and, and she will give us a list of things that we need to recover. But apparently what we brought back is about only a third of what was taken. Oh, right. OK. Uh, if we're going to stay here, we need to go back to the guild and at least pay the bill. Otherwise, I think we've done a runner. Yeah. Oh, I can take care of that, dearie. Off I go. Yep. And Esther's off. She's she's bounding out the door like a hare, possibly in pursuit of another Shirley Averson. <laughs> oh, uh, was uh, it something we said? Uh, well, well, I, I'd say, uh, uh, well, that's very good of her. Um, but we'll give her a couple of hours. Uh, if she's not back, maybe we'd better go and pick her up at the bar. Yeah, perhaps we should have got that wagon and horses earlier. 
We say pick her up at the bar, we might have to drag her out of it. <laughs> so, from behind you, you hear a... <laughs> Wait for zappers! Wait for zappers! Bastard, out of the church! But, uh, what? Uh. Oh, uh, Bishop? Um, everybody's kind of turned up. Esther's had to pop out. She's gone to pay the bill at the guild, I think. Um, but I, I guess it would be a really good idea if everybody's in agreement that we stay here and use this as a kind of base of operations, if you like. It uh, seems a good idea for, for my, my point of view, yes. So Gerhardt looks at you, he's, he straightens himself up a bit, shakes out, he lifts his arm off the table, you can see him, he's oh, bottom as he's moving his arm and he's like, pins and needles clearly. But he shakes his sleeve back down, wipes his face, and goes, resatters himself, steeples his fingers, goes, well, whippersnappers, how could I help you? In a very austere kind of manner, as if you haven't caught him sleeping. Well, uh, you, uh, Laura did mention that you said about uh, uh, a list. Uh, of exactly what's going to uh, be uh, ah. first to retrieve. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I'm sure Ruth will have got that sorted already. Um, if if you go find, her, I, I don't I don't know where she is. I, she uh, we can not. we can find her afterwards. Okay. Bishop. Um, but Ruth should have a list of everything that was taken. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, Bishop, have you ever heard of a man called Arcturus? Archurus. That's that's the yeah sorry that's him. Archurus. Ah. Uh, uh, and you see him kind of, uh, he just kind of freezes there for a moment, mouth open, clearly processing. Buffering. Else here, cogs. It's the buffering uh, wheel, isn't it? Uh, oh, oh, that dog. Yes. Yes, I I know of him. He was um. Yes, he's. Yes, dog. Yes, dog. What? What, what do you mean by dog? The man's who's, a dog. Who's Arcturus? Well, there's a suggestion that he's the man that designed the uh, uh, the, the the house of uh, the Axum house. Oh. Uh, and and we thought that uh, he therefore might have some plans of the building. Laura's still shuffling, looking at her feet while she's answering. Uh, okay. Uh, also. Uh, you know these cafars that you were saying that we could uh, possibly use or borrow? Yeah, uh, yes, yes. You, you, you haven't got a list of uh, who, who they are, have you? Uh, yes. Ask Ruth. And more importantly, what they do. Ask, ask, ask who? Ruth. Ruth. Ruth, Ruth again. Oh, she's very handy, isn't she? She's a lovely lady. Yes, she wouldn't be able to do her job without me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 lovely. <clears throat> uh, yes, yes, uh, anything you need, ask Ruth. Okay, well, uh... There was uh, one question I was wondering, uh, your, your bishopness. Spit it out, whippersnapper! Um, have you personally yourself, uh, in your many years of uh, bishoping, been into the Axum house? Yes, a few times. Uh, when I was younger, speaking to old Nicholas. Uh, yes, why? Well, it was, uh, we thought we may, uh, may tax your brain, and uh, is, would you be able to give us a, a, a rough layout? Or, or was there, would you know if there was a, a, a vault anywhere within the house, or anything of interest? I remember there was a fountain. That's useful. Big fountain. Thank you very much. 
This, uh, this, uh, this is a long Lots shot. Lots of naked women on it. Oh, well, I'll, look well, out I'll, I'll be sure to uh, check yeah, that out when I pass by. Look out for that. Uh, I, I know this is a little a bit of a long shot, Your Eminence, but um, we've heard talk that there might be a, uh, some sort of gathering or party going on up at the house. In party? The next, in the next few days. I, I don't suppose you would have got an invite. Ask Ruth. She will know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel we need Ruth. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I, I suspect we need to speak to Ruth. Yes, I, I suppose that uh, sounds a, a good idea then. Gearhart, uh, you've been uh, immensely helpful and we I don't think we'll... Uh, I don't know what we would have done without your input. I, thank you very much. I'm glad someone here recognises my importance. Well oh, done, yes. Whippersnapper. Now I've got important things to get back to, so if you don't mind... Yes, sir. Yes, yes of course, I, I, I see we, uh, we, we interrupt you in a very busy time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you, you always need a focus for everything, and you are obviously the focus. <laughs> <laughs> you part of a multi-level marketing scheme or something? <laughs> You're trying to sell him makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Some essential oils. <laughs> Self-help book. Now you see you've 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 touched on a raw nerve there because oh god, essential oils. I've never touched one, so how essential are they? <laughs> God. Is this a genuine question? I'm not sure. For. I've used they can't essential, be that essential oils. oils. I literally have never used one in my life. I have. I've made it to 54. Just to clarify. Yes. Uh, when you gave us the original magic item list, yes. you described the Eye of Abyssin as glowing. Yes, very faintly. Mm. So would we notice? I've got a patch of life. Yeah, but we don't know. Yeah, I've got a patch now. No. 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 Not today, yeah. Well, we, well, we've just been having a conversation with her. I mean, I think I'd notice if her face was glowing. <laughs> it's what you would notice. It was a very subtle glow. Very, very subtle. Barely noticeable. So is what you're saying is I haven't noticed. <laughs> it depends. Uh, would it be something that Caddo would think is particularly odd and look for? Well, if I'm talking to somebody that I speak to every day, I think I'd notice if the face was glowing if randomly. If they, if they had a new eye. <laughs> yeah, if, if suddenly, even if they were looking down, I think I'd notice okay. the face suddenly had appeared to glow. Uh, it emits a slight sheen. Yes, I, okay, Laura, I want you to make a stealth check. The rest of you can make me a um, spot check. Oh. Stealth check? Yeah, um, whatever it is, it's a hide check. I'm oh. going to say hide because you, you're hiding it. Uh, show me shit for a second. No, you know what, what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick the crap one. <laughs> so what were we looking? What were we rolling? Disguise. Roll me a disguise check. We were doing spot. So we're doing spot. Everyone else do spot. Elora, roll disguise. <laughs> oh. I've got nineteen, so yeah, you best do well. I've got a thirteen all in. It wasn't a great roll. Twenty-three. <sighs> Twenty all in. I'm not getting away yeah. with this. No. Okay, so as much as Alora tries to tip her hat, tip her hat, put her face into shadow, it, you know you are you spent enough time with Alora now that you're immediately drawn because she's clearly she's not one to hide away, she's not one to kind of shy away from anything. She's usually very bold, brash in your face, um, and it's actually very easy for you to notice. Actually, she as she shadows her face more. You actually, as she, she shadow her face, she actually involuntarily indicates that there is something slightly up here because 
actually shadows her face, you can see a very... It's glowing. Very, it's, <laughs> it's not glowing in the sense of like a neon glow, but it is a very... She hasn't got the full beams on then. Yeah. <laughs> it is a very subtle, subtle shimmer. You can see a very, very subtle glow. So, are we heading out? Well, we're going to... The elephant in the room. What you're saying? Glowing, in, glowing face. Well, glow face over there. We've basically all turned to stare at Alora. <laughs> if say, what's wrong with your face? Alora, <laughs> is there something different about you? Alora's going to shift uncomfortably from one foot to another, and then she's going to she's going to figure out that the game's up. So she's going to lift her head, push her hat up, and she's going to stare directly at Caddo. And she's going to say. Um, look, on the way back from the warehouse, I had, I've had a lot of time to think about things. And I, I know that there are a number of things that are at our disposal that we can borrow. Um, but the thing is, the eye of, the eye that was in the jar explained what that did. And I just... I thought that it was something that I thought it was something that I could use to its best advantage for all of us. But the problem there was the fact that it required an empty eye socket. And let's face it, we've all got our eyes. Um, it's no good to anybody unless they're willing to give up an eye. And I had a long, hard think because it's not just about giving up an eye. It's about the fact that the eye needs to come back to the church eventually. So, although I did talk to Gerhard first before totally making the decision, and I spoke to Esther, it, it's a it's a big thing. It's a big sacrifice. Um, it there's a possibility that I can get my own eye back, but it's not a given, and it's an, it's difficult. It's not an easy thing to do. You can't reverse it that easily. So. When I die, if something happens to me, you all need to know that you need to bring my body back here because it needs to be reclaimed by the church. It's not mine to keep. It's just borrowed. Oh, oh, we see. need to bring the eye back, you mean? Yeah. Aye, aye. You need aye, to bring aye. me, but you need to bring my body back, me back, if I don't make it. If I fall... Well, surely some... we just need to bring the eye back. Well, well, so if you got beheaded, could we just bring the head back? Just bring the head bit. Yeah, well, thanks for that. That's that's a big help, but yes. Well, you're dead, aren't you? So it doesn't matter. Yes, just bring me back here and let Gerhardt deal with it. They, I'm, I'm with you, Rockfire. Let's just carry a head. I mean, she's a lot of person. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to need my head, am I? I mean, that's quite dead? a sacrifice, because as you just yes. said, you've borrowed it. So, I mean, at some yeah. stage, you're going to have to give it back. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, what actually went on? I mean, did, did I don't hurt? know. I don't know. They, they... I assume before we leave the city. I mean, just that's they... a massive sacrifice. They knocked me out basically to do it, and Gerhardt did it apparently. Esther was here. So Esther where, was with where, me. Where's your eyeball? Are the items visible? The rest of the magical items visible in this room, or is he not? He's put them away. They put them away. But Gerhardt is still sat there, and he's looking at you lot quite intrigued basically this whole exchange that's gone on about returning her head he's like well um we do technically just need the eye not your entire head 
Uh, but no, whippersnapper, your eyes here! And out from under the table, he pulls a jar. The same jar the eye was originally in. And your eyeball is just casually floating in there. Well, I've got one of those, and he pulls out a jar of pickles. Oh. Hey! <laughs> uh, Bish, Bish, you want us to keep that, so when we bring the eye back, we can put it back in the jar for you? No, you're not having my eye. It stays with the bishop. Okay, whippersnapper, if that's what you want, I'll make sure Ruth takes care of it. So I'll probably forget where I put it. Clarify, what... <laughs> just in clarification, what liquid is that in the jar? So if we've got to bring back just an eye, we know what to keep it in. Holy water. So it's just holy... That's all right, I've got some holy of that. Water. That's fine. Okay. I do need a supply of holy water each day to care for the eye. I must have holy water. Really? Access to it each day. Yeah. Where are you getting that from then? Well, I've got some. She pulls out a vial, because she has several spare vials. She pulls out a vial and there is a vial of holy water. It's got a little spritzer on the top. Oh, God. <laughs> Knapsack sprayer. Um, <laughs> no, like Optrex Actimist. I forgot to say. <laughs> so, uh, I, I will need access to further supplies of it, but, yeah, I'll probably just get some more to keep in my backpack before we leave. Yeah. Yes, no problem. Uh, I've got some as well, so if you run short, I've got some. Me and Cado have got some. You know. Thank you, Kieran. Uh, it's much appreciated. No problem. You could probably... Oh, i tell you what, if you've got that squirty flower thing... <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. You'd do yourself, couldn't you? That's brilliant. So to speak. You need to fill it up, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this flower. Oh, that's better. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. This is the way to go, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so what are you all doing at this point? You're having this conversation. Gerhardt sat there with the Laura's jar, eye in a jar on his on the table in front of him. What are you all doing? So, uh, Bish, just to clarify, because I'm slightly concerned about my friend, are you expecting that eye back before we leave town? No, Whippersnapper, no. Uh, as I as I said to uh, Miss, Miss Laura Whippersnapper there, um, she is very much welcome to keep the eye until the point of her demise. Or, if she so wishes, there are um, certain clerics of a higher standing in Thraben, uh, perhaps Mikaeus himself, the Lunarch, uh, who do have the clerical prowess to uh, replace and regrow lost body parts. So, should she ever wish to regain her original eye, uh, she can visit them and they can, you know, pop it out and, and you know, zabbity do and. <laughs> Wow. New eye! Well, she, she'd, she'd do that spare. with a spoon. I wouldn't recommend it, Whippersnapper. Okay. Quite honestly, okay. I don't want the details of how this was actually done. Well, well, but uh, I can tell you that my eye's quite sore and it's a bit blurry at the moment. Uh, 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 she'd have a spare here then, wouldn't she? So if she ever comes this way again, she's had a problem with her eye. Yeah. You've got her old one and she's got two new ones. You could put the old one in the middle of her forehead. <sighs> <laughs> Right, whippersnapper, I've had enough of this conversation. I tire now. I have things to do. Biz off. <laughs> Biz off. <laughs> what? Biz off. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to find Ruth, people. Oh, oh yes, I, I agree. I think uh, Ruth may be our next port of call. So, remind me what the eye does. Um, the Oh, right. So, the eye, if I can find Alignment my paperwork. and perception, but it doesn't exist in 3.5. No. It's... Hang on, mate. The Eye of Avacyn. 
It's a disembodied eye that's magically preserved. The eye has a silver pupil and emits a slight sheen. The eye will magically replace another creature's eye when held to the empty socket of a willing creature. The eye grants the ability to see the alignment of any creature that is visible. Additionally, when looking through the eye, a creature gains a plus two on spot checks and has dark vision to 120 feet. Removing the eye can be done at will. Or just leaving you with an empty socket. Spot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Right. Is that is that is that uh, with or without the input of the owner? At will, <laughs> owner has to have an input. So oh, she's okay. knocked unconscious. You can't pop the eye out. No. Oh, no. I can't get a spoon then. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> right. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Making a hash of it at the moment. Oh, God. We need to go. We're going to go find Ruth. Okay. So you start making your way downstairs. You bump into Ruth on the way downstairs from Girl Hot's quarters. <clears throat> she looks at you, she goes, Well, have you had a conversation? Yes, yes we had a bit of a, bit we, of a we chat. We spoke to the bishop, it uh, was uh, uh, interesting as ever. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was. Basically, uh, whatever we asked him, he just said, uh, see Ruth. As I expected, right. <laughs> you follow me, I've got to get dinner on the go, so come with me, accompany me to the kitchen, I shall, you know, talk to you while I cook. Okay, if you need anything stirring, if it's a soup, I'll, I'll, I'll stir for you while you talk to us. Excellent, a willing, a willing volunteer. Okay, off we go. So she leads you down to the kitchens. It's quite a big kitchens. Um, you can see that she's got a fire stoked up and there's a big cauldron. Big, big iron iron cauldron, like belly bottom cauldron, stood over the, hung over the fire. And she goes, right, well, um, if you all want to help out, if you could, uh, Vardy, if you could cut up some of those carrots for me, uh, Caddo, if you could dice that meat. Kewin, uh, if you want to stir the pot. Um, and uh, Miss Laura, if you take a seat and take a rest, dearie. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you, Ruth. I Here we go. Some, some from my stash. And she pulls out from a top, from a very tall top cupboard. She pulls out a bottle, puts the tip of it into a glass, and gives it to you. Because that's good stuff. Oh, thank you. She, Laura's going to smile and nod her head. Okay. So, what can I help you with? What, what, what do you need? What did Gerhot not do this time? Uh, when he didn't provide a list of what you actually want recovered. Right, okay. So, off the top of my head, I've had some time to obviously cross-reference and, and you know, Miss Laura told me what you'd, what, you know, after, after you've brought everything back and I've, I've cross-referenced and checked our collections. Um, but we have, uh, by my count, uh, one, two, uh, quite a few items missing, still. Uh, so we have, um, there's a, a set of arcane thieves tools missing, uh, we have a bag of flames, uh, we have 30 blessed bandages missing, uh, 10 blast globes, uh, sensor of the last breath that's been taken, uh, portable foxhole, um, I quite miss that one, it lets me, let me escape from Gerhardt every so often, it's quite a, you did not hear me say that. Um, Powder of the Black Veil, Skin of the Celestial, that's one of our most important items. Um, personal Oasis, it's good for when the uh, ladies and I like to have a bit of a beach day. Not many beaches around here. Um, scrolls of... Squiggled writing? Yes. Scrolls of Uncertain Provenance. We have no idea where they came from, they just turned up the one day. Uh, but they have been proven to be quite the interesting items. Um, a deck of many things? Sorry, carry on. <coughs> Nobody wants I one of those. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Would you like the Eye of Avacyn? <laughs> you can see clearer. 
No, I, I genuinely can't. <laughs> Take a moment. <laughs> I can't read it. I'm looking at it. I think it's that, but I'm not sure what. Show me. I know you're writing. No, she knows if she read it. It's a deck of many things. <laughs> Sacred seal board. That's, see, that's what I thought it said, but it doesn't sound seat right. Seat board? No, definitely not seat board. No. It's, it's beating you. Some sort of sacred board. Something. Surfboard. <laughs> God, <laughs> that'd be fun, wouldn't it? You don't want to see Cato in his board shorts, trust me. <laughs> ah! Uh, sacred scabbard. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not! Oh <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I should take a photo of that and put it onto the it's Facebook honestly, page. Honestly, it looks like steel no. board. It does. But I'm not sure. I think I got distracted halfway oh, through. Yeah, it's it. We're missing ten of our sacred scabbards, um, five spheres of awakening, a spool of endless rope, um, two survival pouches, uh, five true light lanterns. Uh, we're missing the bow of the winter moon. That's quite a quite a loss. Uh, crystal echo blade, um, a meteoric knife. Um, that's quite the special item that was made from the same material as the hell vault, if you'll believe it. Um, Sword of Virtue Beyond Reproach. Uh, amulet of Emergency Healing. We had 15 of those taken. Amulet of Retributive Healing. We had two of those taken. Uh, there was a armband of Elusive Action. Uh, belt of Hidden Pouches. It's quite useful for hiding sweets from Gerhard. Um, he's, he's terrible. He's terrible. Um... Belt of theft healing, a collar of healing, and a far. We had uh, twelve far speaking amulets taken. Alora is just looking agog. I mean, for her, she's familiar with some items, but not all. She's obviously heard of some of these. The she's... total, the total value of the items that is taken is astronomical. It is an astronomical value. I think. I think Alora would. On that list, the cheapest item is about 200 gold pieces. The most expensive is somewhere in the region of 10,000. It is an astronomical list. And all of you sat there, like, you know, there, there's a hell of a lot of being taken. Alora is absolutely agog that one place could hold such amazing wonders. It just, it sort of begs belief. So, so that's, the, that's the magical items that he's taken. I assume he's taken um, you know, wealth as well. Yes, he has taken wealth. Um, the wealth is more secondary, um, as you'll, you'll believe, I believe. Um, but I think there was something in the region of um, 30 platinum, something like that taken. Um, most of our church's wealth, most of the cathedral's wealth here is, is in the magical items. Is that, is that bars? Platinum bars, is it? Or? No, it's in the coins. Oh, coins, okay. Yes, we've had a th somewhere in the region of 30 platinum, but for us, the exact monetary value isn't the priority here. And, and there were obviously surplus goods, you know, bits of rope, provisions, grains, wheat, flowers, you know, ale, wines. I mean, the communion wine, it's, you know, we just... Right, less more. Yes, well, we, we just, you know, we just get a barrel in and then get a hot number or something and then we're all good to go. Um, so, yes... But most of the other stuff is surplus. It's not important. It's not important to me anyway. Um, 
but the, the, the valuable, the true valuables are obviously the items which have been taken. Yeah, and we're not bringing those out in our pockets, are we? Um, well, certain bits, you know, but you might be able to, but obviously with things like um, 30 blessed bandages, unless you want to look like a mummy. Well, quite, yes. I do believe we have a, a member of the party who may be able to help somewhat and just pat Orland on my side. Oh, that's, that's true. He spits yeah. out a pastry. Ooh, thank you very much, Orland. No, I'll pass it over to Laura and go, oh, this may uh, oh. make you feel a bit better. Oh, thanks. I wonder how many of these I've got left. There mustn't be many now, I wouldn't have thought. No, Are they still warm? Is it? Is, is this a sweet pastry or a... Roll me a day for. <sighs> One to sweet... Three to four savoury. It's a two. It's a sweet it's one. A sweet pastry. It's probably like a Danish or something. Yeah, cool. I'll have that. She'll have that and she'll wash it down with whatever that nice liquid was that Ruth has just given her in the glass. Yeah, it's, it's a tipple of something very strong. Yeah. She's going <laughs> to... Very strong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ruth looks at you and she takes her own tipple and just <laughs> chops back in one. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, she's going to put her glass back down on the table. Oh dear. Uh, uh, mm. One thing I'd say is uh, we may need to be. Uh, I've heard of those whole foxhole type things. Uh, they're very rare, but I think we might need to be careful putting that inside Orland. Uh, Opposites, uh, you uh, know, uh, are, might not do, to- uh, do, do our friend much good. Totally queuing. Absolutely. Wouldn't do any of us any good, I don't think. I suppose, in a way, we could just throw everything in the hole. I could fold it up and put it in my backpack. It depends what it's gone through to. That yeah, well, the por- the portable foxhole is, is slightly um different. The, the portable foxhole, uh, it's a uh, it's an interesting item. Um, it's it, it comes in the form of a little round piece of black canvas, and there's all sorts of little tiny runes written around the edge. They're quite intricate, quite quite delicately done. Um, but when you put it on a flat flat surface, uh, it creates a shallow extra dimensional pit five foot square and three foot deep um, and it, it provides good cover against uh, you know ranged attacks and you know stray Gerhards who are looking for me um, when when you pick it up if there's anything out in it you you know you've left anything in it like you know a, a little tipple of something um, it's dropped out and um, just left on the floor right okay I understand it, it quite literally creates a little hidey hole it's, it's wonderful okay wonderful item that's fine um, yeah, I mean, you slide it under your, your bed or your dresser and just hide in there. It's amazing. Uh, I, I think I think Orland is going to be able to help us with this. We don't exactly know what his limits are, but I guess we'll find out if we... How, how do you feel, Orland? Do you feel uh, back to the gills or is there a bit more space? Plenty of space in here. Oh, excellent. I'll look after all your valuables. It's uh, very, very accommodating of you. Uh, yeah. Just nod, nod at everybody's, like, sorted. Like, yes, oh, if- good. Push comes to shove, we can all eat the, uh, pass the old pasties and pastries around. I don't think there's an awful lot left in there. I can't imagine there's many more left in there, to be fair. And most of the bits and pieces aren't in there anymore, so... No, there's not, there's not, we haven't got many things in Orland, Mm. to be fair. He's pretty much empty. Okay. Okay. Right. So I I think we need to, uh, formulate a plan of some some sort. Oh, well, we've got more questions for Ruth yet, haven't we? Okay. So, uh, Ruth, the other, the other thing we needed to know was, um, Gerhardt said that uh, 
we had the use of your cathars, but we don't know what anybody's skill set is. Yes, um, yes, so we have 20 cathars here in this church, uh, including myself. Um, the four of us will have to remain behind. Um, we, we can, 16 is the maximum you will be able to use. Unfortunately, I myself, I need to stay here. I need to look after Gerhardt. I need to look after the church. And we have three young ones, so to speak, considerably young ones, um, you know, still in their formative years, you know, teenagers, um, who do need a, a strict hand, um, and they aren't fully trained yet, so I would be hesitant to send them out on anything other than a bread supply run. Because they somehow still manage to mess that up. Look, look here. And she pulls over a basket of bread, and she go, takes the bread out, and she goes, bang, on the table, and you just hear this massive crack, hard as rocks. Bought discounted bread, can't trust them with anything. Um, but, uh, no, here we go. And she walks over and she goes, I've got a pile of... Do-. And there's Is a- that why we've got soup tonight? Because it'll soften the bread. Oh, no, don't worry, dearie. They're, they're eating this bread. That's their punishment. They're eating oh. this bread. Oh, okay. We've got the good stuff. Oh, thank you. Uh, freshly baked. Um, yes. Uh, where was I doing? Uh, documents, yes. Uh, and she shuffles through a pile of documents. It's... it's literally, she pulls out a drawer in the kitchen and it is documents lovely neatly stacked organized documents ruth is probably the only thing keeping the church running at this point because gerhardt is just uh, it's just so scatterbrained um and she pulls out a, a bit of paper and she pulls out the relevant sheets of paper she goes oh yes here they are um these are the cathars so we've got uh Andrini, roman Khalid, gerlock alia thorna gwen colbine sigrid Lars, Thore, Siglind, Aster, Hall and Gizzup. Yes, um, so here you go. I'll give you these. Um, you can look over them. Uh, and she gives you the relevant bits of paper. I will need to take them back because I need to photocopy it because I've only got the one. Um, so, bit of an explanation here. On this piece of paper, you have their name, their gender, their class and what level they are. So we've got monk, paladin, ranger, cleric, rogue and a fighter, I think. Mm. A bit of a smattering of the classes. Um, the classes don't put so much of a you know spin on things. It's just to give you a bit of an idea of you know what they do. Um, on this sheet, you have each of their skill modifiers for their strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. If you wish to assign them to do a task for you, because this is what they're here for, the task you will assign them, or for example, if you say I want them to go and collect. Uh, see if they can get some information from this person if you want them to do that task I will assign a difficulty to that task to that task (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes CR20 Um, I will assign a difficulty to that task and that will translate across so if it's a gather information track if it's a gather information task If it's a gather information task, that is clearly coming under a charisma task. So, depending on obviously what you ask them to do, I might say, right, you need to have a score of, a combined score of 10 to successfully complete that. You can then allocate these uh, these cathars to do that task. But if you don't make sure that their relevant score, so in this case charisma, adds up to 10 together, and this will take into account minus as well, if you put someone with a minus on, it will take away from the total. You you have to basically make up the total for the relevant mm-hmm. skill score to make sure the task is completed successfully. So it will depend on you know how many people you send to do the job. You know it's it's you know it's it's a 
you've got to make up the numbers and obviously if you pick the wrong set of people with the wrong skill set you're going to end up sending more people than you need and you might not have the right people to complete another task for you yeah. it's, it's like if we send yeah. them to the sewer yeah you don't want to send the heavily armed people you want to send the stealthy people yeah, so you want more dexterity, so that's probably a dexterity based task, that's probably like a 12. Yeah. But in that case, if you send more, so if you send, if it's 12 and you send, you know, 18, 18 dex points worth, you're going to get the task completed a lot quicker. Okay. It's, you know, it's one of those things. Quicker or do we get more information back? Bit of both. It's, okay. it's going to do a bit of both. So if we're all happy with how that works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, and what I'll do is I'll photocopy this list so everyone's got a copy. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I mean, pass it, pass it around. Um, take a look at it. Thank you, quickly. young lady. Um, okay, so she hands you these pile of documents. Um, you're topping away, staring away. You're building a pretty good soup together. Mm. What are you doing at this point? I mean, she's she's just giving you these documents. She's oh yes, well these are documents. Um, feel free to peruse them uh, as at your leisure um, and just. You know, we'll, we'll get things sorted and you can uh, get everyone together and you can start allocating tasks or whatever you want. Ruth? Yes? Can... Yeah, the, the, the barkeeper at the guild has told us that there is uh, the travelling troupe that travels around Innistrad that we're all so fond of and uh, most of us have seen at some point yes. or another. Yes, They are in town, which... Is, this is not their normal point of call at this no, time in the year. No, that is quite unusual. Why are they in town? But, well, I was going to ask if you could confirm, but the barkeeper seems to be, and it's intimated that, that they are having a private... Um, they've been employed for a private um, show up at the Axum House in three days' time. Oh, um, that is quite... Yes. Um, we kind of... I mean, if we go on this information, we've got to assume it's correct, but we could do with just checking. Is there any way that... You can send some of the cathodes if you wish. Uh, right, okay, that's, that's um, fine. I have no way of checking, personally, um, but if you so wish, we could send some cathodes out and uh, send them on a bit of a, bit of a information gathering run. Um, Would you mind if we chat about this over dinner? No, go for it, dearie. Guys, um... If, if we have some dinner here, um, Ruth's obviously cooking for us. Um, why it'll don't be a few hours until it's ready? Well, you say dinner. Ruth's cooking for us. I mean, we're kind of, it's a bit of a team effort, I would suggest. Well, yeah. Um, well, if, if do, you, do you guys, if we do what Ruth needs us to do to prep for dinner, and then should we slope off and go back into the main room and we'll start and do some planning for this? Oh, yeah, perhaps after, perhaps after dinner. Should we eat and then... Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think I think better on a full stomach. I, I I assumed that you guys might want to go down to the the arena after dinner. Hmm. So we kind of need to just kind of maybe decide if we want somebody to go and do some tasks because we haven't got that much time. If it is happening in three days, we need to confirm that. That's one thing. We need to task some people to go and find some information for us because obviously what we do depends on the information we get back. It's just a thought. Right, what time is it now? So it is probably about um, half three in the afternoon. Hmm. Um, so to cut this down into a more manageable lump, you know or you have enough information, you've been told that 
they will be performing up at the house in three days time if you trust that information you have um, 72 hours to plan and prep in mm. of which you're obviously going to spend eight hours sleep a day if you want to be fully rested um, so you can take away um, 24 24 hours no 16 actually. No. yes Yes. It's interesting. It, it, it depends w- what three days we're talking away. So, so if it's half past, if it's half past three so this afternoon. So tomorrow, the day after, and the day of the day after. So that. we've got fifteen thirty to twenty four hundred tonight. Then we've got all of tomorrow. Yeah. And we've got the day after. The entirety. And then the day after that is in that evening. Yes. You don't know the exact timing, but it's obviously if you leave things up until the last minute, you're probably going to encounter problems. Yeah. I just kind of think that if we're going to start on this, we have to. One of the things we need to do is just confirm that this, that what we've been told, is actually true, and actually sending some cathars to try and find out that information for us would help. But I think we need to use all of the time available to us to actually get to the bottom of this. And you know, there's no time to strike out like the bris, like the present, if you know what I mean. We kind of need to get going on stuff if we're going to do this. Uh, 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 well, I can't stop stirring the uh, soup. Uh, you know, dearie, dearie, just just leave it. It's fine. If if you need to go and plan, go and plan. I shall take care of the kitchen. I do it on my own, often enough. Okay, uh, uh, well, it's, everything's it's cut up at least, and yeah. it's in yes. there. It, it it it's going nicely. Yes, I appreciate that. I shall take over from here. It's nice to do a bit of cooking again. Don't get to cook very often. Oh, well, I wish men would say that more. Kim, and don't forget to take your penny off. It looks very fetching. Oh, thank well, you. you can wear it thank if you, you wish. I no, don't mind. Thank you. I think I mean, you, you look, look quite good, good in it. I'm used to more using a spit <laughs> than a, 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 a cauldron. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. When I think back to what we were doing in the woods, we didn't do a very good job of that to start with, did we? No, that was uh, what did you skin do in the, the woods. <laughs> food, food. Uh, it was on was the great. way. It was on the way down from Gloomrest to Drenau. We. We had a bit of a woodland incident, but let's not go there. Let's just move on past that. It wasn't great. She can't cook. She can't cook, basically. <laughs> now enlisted, the boys were not the only ones being plied into service as Ogvar put his percolator to good use and boiled up a much-needed brew. A shufty through the military stores turned up a wealth of very worn wardrobe to wear and, after helping themselves to as many non-uniform uniforms as they could carry, eventually regrouped and left the barracks behind, quite literally bound for the bowels of the city. Meanwhile, back in the bishop's private parlours, with the Eye of Avison now fully ensconced in Laura's head, our sorceress finally surfaced from her slumber sore and more than a little hungover. With the matter of a map of the mansion a particular priority, the team turned to Gerhard for guidance. It seemed that the person of interest in this respect was a significantly shady man of ill repute named Arturius, who was apparently the architect of the Axum dwelling. But time is tight and with a three-day deadline looming, the party need to push on with their planning. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. 
While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening. Thank you.